Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 12 of Back to Square One. We are lo your lovely host, Derek. And Carmen. And uh, we are back with another episode. Um, you said that already, I think. I know. I'm just, <laughs> You're just, I'm just, I'm oh, just gathering my thoughts just because um, today's... Today's episode is something that is, um, not to be a downer, but this might be a sad one. It's a disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, there was something that happened while we record episode 11, um, that happened right after episode 11. And, you know, this whole week has been a week of processing mm -hmm. and, uh, learning and, um, and I guess we'll just go right into it because there's no uh no other place to start but um what happened in episode 11 um before we recorded it mm -hmm. which uh you know for those listening you know we record we recorded that on thursday we record on thursday's nights now um and the night before thursday so on wednesday night i got a text from my brother mm -hmm. right my brother texted me and he said hey uh yolo which is uh my dog which lives uh, at my house in mississauga now with your parents with my parents because uh, i live downtown it's just like super crazy to have yeah. a dog downtown and i've you know it's just a lot of work and you know stuff like that right so he stays at, in a mississauga house there's more room for him there's a backyard and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um but my brother texted me and he says hey you know uh yolo's really sick mm -hmm. um mom and dad think he's gonna pass um that's basically it mm. right so this is kind of like out of nowhere right and in my mind i'm like i th i think they're just exaggerating you know i know my parents are doing um renovations at home right now mm -hmm. and they've been doing renovations for like a long time now at home so maybe like Maybe like he ate something that he shouldn't have. Maybe there was like some supplies. Maybe, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, there must be an explanation for this. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so he texted me Wednesday night. I said, you know what? Don't worry. I'm going to come over. Um, I'm driving to, you know, Oakville anyways, you know, the next night. Um, so I'll stop by beforehand. I'll check on him and then, you know, and then we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so I go home, um, I go home, my house is like, it's like in full renovation mode, right? It's there's like stuff everywhere, tools, boxes, right? Um, and then I see Yolo, you know, usually when I come home, he, he's, you hear a bit of barking, mm. right? Because, you know, he's just like, who's at the door kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Just like, just gentle barking. <coughs> but there wasn't any barking this time. There was no like real sounds. And then I walk into the house, and usually he greets me at the door, mm. but it wasn't really until I walked all the way down the hallway mm -hmm. into the kitchen where he kind of like greeted me. And even then he was walking really slowly, just kind of like, you know, just kind of like very slowly. Mm -hmm. And I, and you can tell like something was wrong. You could tell like he was like sick. You could tell like he just didn't really have a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I don't know if necessarily he knew it was me 
because usually he's just much more like super excited super like you know it's just like a, a dog right yeah mm. and um you know after like a couple minutes he just lies down and then lies down his side mm. right and he's just like breathing really hard and just like you can tell like okay like this is like something's up, up right mm-hmm. but i was still like wasn't really under the assumption that something was going to happen to him i was more like you know what like i'll take him to the vet tomorrow morning mm-hmm. you know we'll clear it up and we'll, we'll figure out what it is right because mm, i mean yolo is is just to let the audience know he's out how old so in my mind he was maybe like seven or eight okay so he's still and for like a dog of his size yeah so he's a he's a lab and border collie mix so he i think they live to like 10 to 12 years um and he's never been sick before right yeah that's another thing like i feel like i've never seen my dog sick Mm -hmm. or any other dog they're just like healthy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so this was definitely very abnormal you know my so i'm like literally sitting on the kitchen floor with him He's just lying down he's breathing really hard and my mom is telling me like yeah you know he's he's been really weird the past week the past like four or five days he hasn't like eaten a single thing like even when we opened the door for him to go outside like he doesn't really want to go outside we have to like bring him we, we kind of have to like push him out for him to like you know do his business or whatever mm-hmm. and then you know, my mom was saying like, oh, you know, your brother walked him last week when when we had the snowstorm. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, you know, like I th- we think he got sick. So I'm like, yeah, he's probably just like sick. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, like sick, like a cold. Yeah, like a cold. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like just, just, just like a- yeah, he's got a cold. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because because we did have a snowstorm in Toronto like yeah, last yeah. week. It was really bad. It was really cold yeah. like freezing cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an extreme cold alert, you know. Um, and then it was just like. It was just so weird. Like, he kept panting. You know, I tried feeding him and he just wouldn't even, he would just turn his head and just look, look away. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, I, I brought the bowl of water right next to him because mm-hmm. I noticed his nose was, was a bit dry. Mm-hmm. And usually when dogs, are, you know, their nose dry, it's like, okay, he's definitely dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Right? And he wouldn't really drink. So I had to like scoop the water in my hand to put it right next to him and then he started like licking it out of my my palm of my hand mm-hmm. so i'm like like i don't know what this is but when i was we'll bring it to to the doctor i'll bring him to the doctor or to the vet tomorrow and, and figure it out um because he was still very he was still very like he's still like a dog like i started scratching his chin mm-hmm. and when dogs like it they just let, they'll lift their head up and like you know it keeps scratching me more right yeah so it's like, okay, like he's still, he's still like a dog, mm-hmm. you know, like he's still him. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, what was actually really scary was, um, like 10 minutes into hanging out with him, he started puking, mm-hmm. he started like, like convulsing. And like, I think he just, because he didn't eat for like four or five days, it was just like water and acid coming yeah, out. Yeah. Like when you have nothing in your stomach, yeah. you're just like dry heaving. Like, yeah, he was just dry heaving. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, you know. Um, so we cleaned that up. I'm like, I'm like sitting there with him on the floor for like half an hour, just like petting him and like, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, it, it's just, my mom was like, yeah, you know, he's, you know, 
I think we think he's gonna pass. And like, I'm like, don't worry, just I'm just gonna take him to the vet tomorrow. Just just, just keep an eye on him, right? So I, I leave, I leave, I leave home. Um, I leave home to get ready to come over here to record. Mm-hmm. Right. So I walk out of the house. Mm-hmm. Before walking out of the house, my mom is like, "Oh, say bye to your dad." Right, because he's like in the living room the whole time, like in the room like this. Like where, you were like on the, the floor with the with with, yeah, with the, Yolo. Like the kitchen and the living room are like open. Open like, concept. Open concept. So you, he can see you guys. Yeah, they can see us. Yeah. But we're not talking. You know, he's just doing his own thing. I think he's just like taking a nap on the couch or something, right? Um, and then yeah, I'm, I'm walking out, and then she's like, "Oh, say you know, say bye to your dad." I'm like, "No, it's okay." And then I just look at her, and she looks at me, and she's like, "Say bye to your dad." You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, whatever. And I just walk out. Oh, wow. So I walk out. I say bye to my mom. I give her a hug at the front door. I get in my car. And because we've been talking about this stuff, family stuff for the past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, I feel like a lot more. I'm listening to your advice. Mm-hmm. You know, you should try to mend things. I'm reading the comments. You know, people definitely understand. But it more more or less, the, the still sentiment is, hey, you know, you should still try to repair um, relations. Mm-hmm. You know, there was someone that DM'd me that I showed it to you. That was like a really long paragraph, like like two pages of, of like a full two pages full of DMs. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, really sharing their own story and really saying that, hey, like, even though what you're going through is a shitty situation. Um, not having good family ties is still something that would really affect you. So like as much as possible, try to repair it. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I've already left the house at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my car. I'm, I'm really paying attention to how I feel right now. And I don't feel good. I don't feel good that I just left the house. I don't feel good that I had to like, have this awkward moment where I don't want to like say bye to my dad. Right. Like it just doesn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I go, I, I, I make the conscious effort. I'm like, okay, you know what? Fuck. I'm going to go back in and I'm going to ask my mom something. I go back inside. And my mom's like, you know, did you forget something? Like, like, what, like I thought you were leaving. And then I ask her, I'm like, like right now we're at the front the house like near where, the, where your shoes are and stuff my dad's still in the living room which is like down the hallway so i'm like not talking too loud because i just want to talk to my mom mm. you know and ask her like I ask her in chinese i'm like you know like you know or the ego got home fixed over right which means like you know like can we fix this family mm-hmm. and she didn't really hear me at first because i was because i was whispering or because i'm like speaking like chinglish mm-hmm. but she's like yeah the house is being fixed like don't worry mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like no like, like literally she yeah took she just heard like fix i'm like no like what do you oh the ego got thing homie fixed over mm-hmm. and she's like is something wrong with your car like, like what do you mean <laughs> oh man and at this point i'm like i'm like kind of tearing up at this point because i'm like really trying to like ask her and i'm like can you know can we fix this family yeah and then she finally gets what i'm saying she looks at me and she like she sighs you know and she's and she starts tearing up bit. she's like you know like you know i know you really are really angry at your dad um you know but you have to like forgive and forget she just kept saying you have to forgive and forget you have to forgive and forget you know and she was like you know when when he was younger he he really hated his dad too um 
I guess like she was saying like his dad always like uh said that I'm a jerk maybe like he gambled a lot and mm. lost a lot of money mm. so maybe that was uh, she didn't really explain like too they much they didn't have a good relationship either yeah she was like you know like your, your dad really hated his dad too you know he doesn't know how to build relationships he doesn't know you know she kept saying that you know you know what I mean she kept saying that but I'm like in my mind at that point is like she kept saying you know you just gotta forgive and forget forgive and forget i'm like forgive and, like that's not the answer like i can't accept that as the answer because i still i'm standing there in the hallway in the, in the front of the house i'm looking around and i still see a mess of a house it's different if you like see that the person has tried to change and our environment is good but i'm looking around and i'm like even if i forgive and i forget nothing has changed Mm-hmm. right it's just it's just like um it feels like you're just i don't know how to explain it but you know what i mean like you're it just feels like it feels like you're trying to like just smooth it over for the sake of it which i understand there's like there's something about that too mm-hmm. but it feels like nothing has really changed mm-hmm. you know it's like if someone did you wrong and they're not sorry for it they haven't apologized for it. He's I get still in his like old ways and like he's still like it's like you guys are kind of stuck in that that state. Yeah, it's just nothing has changed. There's mm-hmm. there's no never been in a single apology from him, never been acknowledgement of okay, you know what? What I did was wrong. You know, I'm sorry, let me like, you know, let's work on this. There's yeah. nothing of that. So it's just it feels almost like delusional to just like, okay, let's forgive and forget and we'll, we'll be one big happy family again. Mm-hmm. You know? But she just kept repeating that and and then, and then I just was asking him like, you know, like, you know, like, is this, is this how things go? It's just, you know, the four of us is just, just, you know, this is our story. This is, is what it is, right? You know, like, and there wasn't really an answer for her, from her. It just felt like uh, I forgot what the exact question I or how I. Oh, I just said, "Come, come, all come, come, right? Give me the come, 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 like so, like so. This is it, right? Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. You know, there are some families that are together and some families that are broken. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, you know, we gotta forgive, forgive. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. So I hug her goodbye again. I get back in the car, and in the car, I'm already like crying again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like fucking crying. I'm tired. Like fuck, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go do this. You know, we still, you know, have a really good recording, mm-hmm. good podcast. Mm-hmm. Right at the end of it, my brother tries to call me as we were like the last couple minutes. I remember looking over at my phone and I see like his caller ID popped up, but we we're like almost done recording. So we we're wrapping up. Yeah, yeah, we were wrapping up, and then he texts me and he's like, you know, Yolo just passed. You know, and that's when I showed you the message, and then that's when I, you know, we just packed up and I left. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and when I got back, you know, my parents had already like moved him out of the house, um, and kind of they they put him in a bin outside. And you know, there was something covering the bin. My brother was telling me like, you know, just like, you know, just be ready. You know, just like when you come home, just be ready, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I I, I I'm. 
at the front of my house, you know, and I see the bin and I see, you know, I, I lift up whatever's covering the bin and I just see him inside, you know, and I feel like, um, it feels like when you have something that like that happened to you, mm-hmm. where some, some, someone you love, something you love passes away, you feel like time should almost stop. Mm-hmm. But like, it feels like something is wrong here. You know, like someone must notice, the world must notice, the universe must notice, mm-hmm. right? You just stop. Everything should just stop right now. And, right? But then you realize like, I'm looking at him, I'm hearing the wind blow, it's cold outside, right? It's still winter and nothing stops. Time keeps going, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, you know, and, and I feel like, um, if, if, it feels like it just shows you like, you know, when, when something happens like that, like it just is what it is. Yeah. The world doesn't stop. Yeah. The world doesn't stop, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back inside the house, you know? Um, I'm sitting inside the house. I'm, I'm looking for um, uh, for uh, pet crematories, right? For to you know to to figure to figure everything out afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm sitting on like the the stairs leading up to. Right, I'm, just, I'm just sitting on the stairs, right? And then I I just realize again like even with the family dog with my dog passing there's no togetherness it's just i hear my brother in his room he's on the computer he's just doing his own thing talking to his friends my mom she comes by me she's like you know i'm okay and i said yeah i'm okay she's like okay i'm gonna go shower now you know oh so, my gosh. so it just feels like again like i'm literally just sitting alone in my house everyone's just doing that oh my do you know what I mean? And then, and then, what what is what is so weird is when you look for um, places that you know take care of your pet afterwards. Mm-hmm. I never had anyone die in my family, yeah. so I've never been to like funeral websites or whatever. But all these websites are so like, I guess in the moment you don't want to read all this fucking soft talk. Oh, we know you loved your pet. Your pet deserved the best. Yeah. Like, bro, like, give me the fucking specifics. With the facts. Yeah, you know, like, like, what what time do you open? What number do I fucking call? How much does this cost? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. want to fucking read 10 pages of filler words of you trying to, you know, butters, you know, sweet to sweeten the shit up. You know yeah. what I mean? It just felt so, like, I was so annoyed. Yeah. Like, just give me a fucking good place that I can call and, and deal with this. Yeah. You know? And, um. <laughs> Stop fidgeting with the mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that they're gonna hear so much. Uh, yeah, it's like the whole time. I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> for that, guys. Um, and then you know, I, I I come back the next morning. I pick him up. I take him downtown to the to a crematory that we found. And, yeah. And even that was fucking so weird. You know, we I, we ended up wrapping him and putting him in a large uh, box, a cardboard box that we have because we're like doing construction, so it just worked out or renovations at home, so it worked out. Mm-hmm. But then they, when I called in, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, the, the back alley, which we usually have, you know, all the pets come through is the, 
it's snowed in. The alleyway is snowed in, so you're gonna have to walk in through the front door. <laughs> so it's 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 a, this place that I went to is on the east end and uh, like Queen Street East, like near Scarborough. Um, and because there was so much snow that week, all some of the green pea spots on the side of the road were 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 just filled with snow, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to like park further away. Mm-hmm. And it's like midday. I'm I'm walking. I'm carrying this box, walking down the street, you know, with my dog, walking into the front door of the the crematory. It just, it just feels so like, I don't know how to explain it. It just feels so like, I I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just yeah. weird. Like it feels like, I, I, am I actually doing this right now? Yeah. And I mean, the world it just goes on and. Yeah, it's not something you, you ever think you you would do or. Or like you can prepare yourself for i think yeah and you know and like even on the whole way there i was like bawling my eyes out yeah. you know i i was there was a transition year between when i i changed cars i used to drive my camry before yeah and then i got the audi mm-hmm. and because the audi was like leather seats and like yolo shed so much mm-hmm. i stopped i like drove him around less you know, even when he was to be in my car, I used to put him in like the front, um, the front, like uh, the passenger seat where your footwell is. Mm-hmm. Like I would put the front seat all the way back, so then he would be on that mat. Oh, he was in the front. Yeah, the front in, in that section, right? Yeah. Just because like it's just easier to clean. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then I just felt so bad. I was like, like you're in my car. This is the last ride I'm giving you. I should just give you more rides. You know, I was such a fucking bitch, you know, like I was like, oh, he's going to shed everywhere. It's going to be so hard to clean. You know what I mean? This is like, I just got this car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I almost, I valued the car more than spending time with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I just felt so stupid. And I'm just like, I feel like it just re- makes you realize so many things, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then, uh, you know, I handle everything at the crematory. Um... And, you know, like, it was, it was really weird. Like, I handle everything there. I sign the paperwork, choose how he's going to be, you know, what's going to happen. I got, like, the, you know, like, what, what um, how I'm going to remember him. I got, like, you know, I ordered, like, the paw print or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then I'm about to walk out the door, and she's like, oh, you know, do you need a minute? Do you need to say goodbye to him? Mm. Oh, so and, you just, like, basically dropped off the box? Yeah. You just, <laughs> you come into this this storefront. Yeah. There's just like a table in there. There's like urns on the side. There's like different photo frames and, you know, you pick out what you want. Uh-huh. You know, so I, I we, we've, you know, picked what, all that stuff out. And she's like, oh, you know, do you want a minute to say bye to him? You know, and at that moment, I realized I never even had like, like the, the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't want to do it in front of a stranger. So I was, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm okay. You know, so I go back to my car and then I just like, I wanted to do, just do it alone, right? So I, I'm, I'm in my car, you know, I'm just bawling my eyes, out, my eyes out again. I'm crying so much that I'm like rubbing my eyes and my contact like slips Me? out. Oh, wow. And I had to like put it back in. <laughs> Blindly. Yeah, I just felt so stupid. I just like, what is going on right now? Like, this is just like, like just get me out of here, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... And then ever since then, it's just been like a really, um, you just feel really tired 
like you know when i don't know if you've ever had like a serious sad cry session you just feel really fatigued afterwards yeah right you just feel drained you just want to go to sleep like the whole week has been feeling like that you know Mm -hmm. um yeah that's uh that's been the week's update since since last episode I wanted to like I was rehearsing like what to say and like think well not rehearsing but like thinking about like how I want to like tackle this and it's just like I feel like having a dog teaches you so many things like he taught me so many things about myself about like the world I'm sure your child will teach you so many things right when you like care after something you just uh you just learn so much like i i just remember like him being so tiny mm-hmm. you know i went back to to check the facebook photos he was so tiny and so cute and that's when i realized oh he was actually 10 years old i got him in 2012 yeah so i was like wow like so much time has passed and it, i'm like how how was that 10 years yeah yeah i remember when you got him yeah i'm like how was that 10 years that's just insane and then what i also realized was like I was trying to think back to the last time I saw him. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen him in a long time because of COVID. Oh, you haven't been home. Because I haven't been home. Mm -hmm. Right? And even then, like, before COVID, it was like, you know, I come home maybe like every two months, grab mail, see him, whatever. But like since COVID, uh, maybe like once in the past year, right? Yeah. Which made me think like, holy shit, for anyone else who's lost, you know, a pet or somebody during the COVID years, you, the frequency in which you're supposed to see the people that you usually see drops dramatically. Yeah. So you had so much less time with them. Yeah. You know, and then I started thinking like, oh my God, like fucking COVID, bro. Like, you know. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's like a lot of people who maybe had a relative who passed away like during covid they couldn't even have proper funerals for those Mm -hmm. people you know or like only five people could attend yeah which is fucked right yeah yeah and then i just like back to like the time standing still thing like i remembered um i remember in that moment i the only other time i remember feeling that before Mm -hmm. do you ever remember traveling for the first time when you were a kid Mm mm-hmm so the first time I really traveled was when I was in grade five. I went to Hong Kong. I left school for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I thought that when I left my class, my classmates, because that's like your world, right? You're, you're, you know, that something would stop. <laughs> like they couldn't go on without you. <laughs> okay. And when you came back, things like just continue. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> you know, not, not like from a narcissistic point of view, but you just like think like, you know, if one of your friends left, it would just be weird, but maybe it's weird for like the first five minutes, but then everything moves on. Right. You know, so it really, I just, for, for whatever reason, I remember that moment back when I was a kid. And now when I like, like this whole past week, I'm just like, yo, when, when we go, it just, 
nothing stops yeah keep going you know the world is the world it's just you're just forgotten yeah yeah the world keeps moving yeah you're you you are nobody and you are nothing and you know you're you're remembered for as long as the people who, who remembered you are alive yeah but when they go then you're like really forgotten yeah you know so it's like just really depressing you know can we go back to so when yeah, you went I feel back like I, I feel like i jumped a lot no, no no it was it was good i mean i think you painted the picture really well but when you went back home and i guess yolo was already kind of wrapped up everyone in the family just kind of like resumed their own business like you, you guys didn't like i think um so before i got back you know when people die they're like they release yeah so I think he released everything inside of him. So my parents were cleaning up. They were just busy. I think oh. they kind of cried it out already. I think my my brother told me my mom cried. Um, but it was like a half an hour drive from here back home, right? So I think like during that time, they dealt with it. Without you there. Without me there. Um, yeah, and it just... And I guess that's why my mom wanted to shower. But it just felt like... You know, even given that, it was just, you know. And just again, to paint the picture, I guess, you you got YOLO 10 years ago while you were still living at home. While I was still living at home. Yeah. Um, so that's the only home he ever knew. Right. Um, was, and like at the time, what, like growing up, did you always want a dog? Like what made you kind of buy a dog? Yeah. Um, I think we were, me and my brother were always the very typical typical situation where we would beg our mom can we get a dog we'll do dishes for a month yeah you know we'll, we'll do our chores we'll do really good grades and my mom was like no I, i'm already so much work taking care yeah. of you too right i'm not taking care of a dog too <laughs> but um we just always had that uh classic suburban you know you just want a dog yeah and then you the reason why i got a lab was like you just golden retrievers and labs were always like the the go to yeah the go to yeah. dog that's like the image that we all have in our minds yeah so that's how i kind of settled on him and like when you bought yolo like because yolo is like you brought him home i brought him home yeah so it wasn't like a discussion you had with the family it was just like your own decision right yeah so i just brought him home he lived in my room yeah <laughs> first like a month or two yeah and then um and then as he got older and they saw how cute he was like all parents eventually fall in love with him and my mom ended up taking him on walks and stuff like that and yeah you know it's, it's just the classic story of you know if you get a dog i'm gonna you know, you know. and then they end up loving them yeah you know you. it's just like it's just it's just life you yeah. know same with like tattoos or anything if yeah. you got a tattoo you're getting ki- kicked out of his house you yeah. know, and you get it and they're like ah whatever just don't get anymore <laughs> you know what i mean they just like they, for- they forget about it really quickly yeah for sure um yeah and then uh i remember uh when i came back after the recording of the podcast my mom was like oh, you know, he just wanted to see you one more time. And that's why he waited so long. Oh, my gosh. Right? Which was kind of sad. Like, maybe, maybe that was the case. Because he, he had an eight for four days. I came home for like half an hour to see him real quick. I believe that. And then as soon as you left, like. Yeah, literally an hour late, an hour and a half later, he was gone. Yeah. And I, I remember so when I went back the first time and I was uh, feeding him water from my hand. Um, we used to have this, I used to have this thing with him where I would count to three. I would be like, yeah, 
E. So, and then on three, I just start chasing him around the house. And he always knew he would get into like this, this, um, like a, like like a playful, posture. Like, yeah. yeah, the playful posture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when I was, when I was doing that, I was like, yo. And then he wasn't moving. He just rolled his eyes over at me as if he like, as if he like wanted to do it, but couldn't. And he like knew, uh, I feel like at that moment he knew, oh, it's him. Like, like Derek's home. You're going to make me cry, man. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's when he knew, you know? And I was like, come on, yo, come on. You know what I mean? And he just wouldn't do anything. Um... But yeah, it just it just happens so quickly. Like, like I'm not even mad at like the fact that my brother told me so late. Yeah. Cause like if I if I didn't even. No, I think back to like the episode where like I went to dinner with him. You know, like if I didn't even do that stuff, he might have even waited longer to tell me. Cause we weren't close. Right. Like now it was like you opened up that. Yeah, I already opened up the, the dialogue. Me. You know, we're now we have like six messages in our text history. <laughs> oh my right. Gosh. But holy fuck, if I wasn't even, if we didn't have that dinner, he might have, it might have, I might not have even had a chance to see him, which is like, you know, I don't blame him. It's, I, I just feel so at fault for it, you know? I think it will just take time. Yeah, and, and now it's just like. It's not something that you can expect to just change overnight, you know what I mean? I think you have to start with just really small steps, right? Yeah, I know. It's just like even even something as small as like your mom said, saying bye to your dad. Like it's not a conversation. It's just like saying bye to open up that dialogue, right? To, to and that to him maybe already shows that you're not angry at him, or you know what I mean. Acknowledging his presence. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the issue is there is still so much anger. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just nothing. There's no amount of understanding that, you know, even though I fully understand, you know, our, our parents had a really rough time and they had their traumas, they had their shits, but at the same time, it's like, what am I supposed to do? It doesn't, like, you know, there's just so much shit that happened to us. And I'm, I'm, I feel, I feel like I was lucky because very, like by a very narrow margin, I could have been a very different person. I could have, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I got lucky that I am here now and somewhat normal. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. So I, how can you, you know what I mean? It could have been, it could have been like just one more incident, for instance, and it would have tipped me over and I would have just been like, you know, I don't know, just something else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can you, you know, let that go, you know? And I just don't know how. Do you feel like, like because your your anger is what's hindering you from from even just saying hi to him? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's it's anger. It's, But it's honestly, there's like nothing there. I've There's never been like a happy moment. There's never been a genuine, how's your day? What are you into? There's no conversation. There's it's just, 
hey, you know, you're, you're, you're working with me today, right? Because I used to work with my dad when I was young. Mm. And when we'd work with him, we'd be just treated like fucking shit, you know? So it was just like, how can I even like remotely muster or find something within me to like, you know, mm-hmm. to give to you, mm-hmm. you know? When your mom kept repeating like, like she doesn't he doesn't know how to like what do you think she meant by that like he literally doesn't know how to create connections yeah i think he is so damaged as well Mm -hmm. you know and and one um something i can so during the pandemic as as guys get older we lose hair right Mm -hmm. i noticed i was losing a bit of hair Mm mm-hmm and when I was growing up, my dad used to be... So, my dad's bald. Completely bald? Yeah, like the top. Oh, okay. He has like the, you know, the hair on the side. Oh, okay. When I was growing up, he would always yell at us and like borderline beat us if we found out we were using gel. I would have to like gel my hair, sneak out of the house and go to the bus stop. Oh, wow. Because he'd be so mad. And I never... Like, oh, you'll be, you'll be bald if you gel your he's hair. Just like, he's just like, you know, you know, don't talk about you know, it's not good for your hair. It's not good for your hair. It's not good. For- and I never understood, like, why are you on my fucking case, bro? Right? There was even one time where, yeah, because my dad like used to sleep until later. Like, you know, back in back in elementary school, the bus comes at like seven thirty, mm. right? My dad used to sleep until like nine, mm. right, or like eight thirty nine kind of thing, right? Um, so I was blow drying my hair, and he woke up and he heard it and he got so mad, he chased me out the house. So I ran out. And he was like screaming. He got in his car and he started circling our block to try and find me. And remember, um, you were walking to school, and I was he chased house. you after, like, with the car. Yeah, with the car, he's to trying try to, to find me. Yeah, you know how uh, in the suburbs the the mailbox, everyone goes to one mailbox. Yeah, and it's like a, it's like a it's like the size of a person. Yeah, the height of a person. Yeah, it's yeah. the height of a person. I was hiding behind that mailbox, and I remember his car driving around the block trying to find me because he was going to fucking like yell and whoop my ass. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm literally just gelling my hair and there's this fucking traumatic memory of a guy. But then I, as soon as in the pandemic, when I started losing a bit of hair, I realized he, what, his balding must have been so painful mm-hmm. that he was trying to prevent me from going through the same pain that he went through. Mm. And that's, his right. way of like yeah that was the equivalent yeah and and i understand that now but at the same time when i understand these things it doesn't change the fact that like yo your delivery was sh- like terrible yeah i was a kid and yeah. i'm like being ch- literally chased around the block by my own father yeah by a madman in his car in his truck driving around yelling and screaming yeah like how can i you know like like thank god i was like five minutes ahead of the normal bus stop schedule and none of my friends saw and you know what i mean like yeah. that would even be worse yeah but it's like that's the kind of environment yeah. that it was in you know and 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 as a side note for that as a complete side note i feel like um men losing hair is probably the most scary and lonely thing because there's no answers mm-hmm. there's no answers in terms of how fast is this going to progress? How much is going to happen? It's just genetics. Mm-hmm. And you're so powerless over something that is going to make you feel demasculated. Mm. 
make you feel unattractive, make you feel like you have less confidence, you know? Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine what that experience is like, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, I, I, you know, as, I, as I'm getting older, I'm piecing together all these puzzles, the pieces of the puzzle to like how and why he acted the way he acted. Mm-hmm. But it's just so tough mm-hmm. to like, let's just sit down and have a meal together. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just really tough. Yeah, it's hard. I think you just almost have to like do it for your own sake, right? Not, not even... F- you know you're not forgiving your dad because he's asking for forgiveness or anything like that it's for your own sake Mm, mm, for sure because you need to move on from you can't let like your childhood or what happened or your dad your relationship with your family like hinder you from moving forward in your life yeah and the the other thing is like some days i really wonder if it's too late like we are who we are now and I've never been like a person to like admit defeat. I have always like, we mm-hmm. can do it. We can do it. You know, I can do anything. Yeah. But some days I'm like, I don't know if this is a, 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 a mountain I can get over. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels like it's like 10,000 feet tall and it just, this is my identity. Yeah. You know? But maybe, so maybe it is what it is, right? Let's be real, like, there's nothing I think anybody in your family can do where all of a sudden you guys are this, like, happy family where you guys, like, celebrate Christmas Mm -hmm. together. Like, it's never going to be that, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean you have to be, like... But the thing is, I'm not miserable about it either. Like, I'm obviously sad. Mm Mm-hmm. But when you go through these things in life, you just have a lower level of expectations mm. in life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like all what it's done to me is it's lowered, it's lowered my quality of life. It's lowered my expectation of life. But it's not something that, it's not like I had a high expectation either. So I can be very, I can be very happy with, like I'm okay with very little now. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't, I can't. It's just. I think when I, like, just as a friend, when I see you, from like the outside, like I think quite opposite of you. What do you mean? Like I feel like for some reason I see you like. you know kind of always chasing and wanting more in life i don't think i don't think at all you're the type of person that would like just kind of settle for you know very little better you know what i mean i feel like i wouldn't but i also notice my behaviors especially during this like just this lockdown and everything and I can see myself being very comfortable just like away from a normal living. I could just be like 
like in Chinese, uh, what's what's the term like? Like like dan gu, like very like uh. Udan. Yeah. Like when you're very alone. Like those people who just like. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I can do that. Or whatever. Like yeah, the people. Thing, yeah. yeah, the people who are very like. Just like. They they wake up. They 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 do what happens. You're very content being alone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's done. Like. And I, almost don't even have a desire to want more which is kind of scary but like is, I is, sorry is there something wrong like i almost don't see like it robs you of seeing the from a family point of view i feel like when when you see me and i want more it's more from like a career yeah but not from a family mm. like even if i find someone it'd just be me and her it wouldn't be like this. But you wouldn't want that because you never had it? Yeah, it's it's like, how do I know to want something I never had? You know, and, and before I had YOLO, I was always this kid that was like, I'm going to have four kids. I'm going to be the best dad ever. Really? And then I had YOLO and I realized in those beginning months of when you have a, a puppy, mm. it's literally like taking care of a baby. 100%, yes. You have to keep an eye on them every single minute. Like Yeah. You're waking up in the middle of the night to let them pee. Yeah. You're like, it's too quiet. What's going on? Where's yeah, he? Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. I used to like walk to Heartland. I used to work at Vistec. Yeah. So like a 15 minute walk there to work. I'd have an hour break, 15 minute walk there, 15 minute walk back. Go back at lunch. Yeah, let him out. Yep. I would only have like half an hour to myself. I'm like eating my sandwich while I'm like walking him around the neighborhood. It's like you have no time to yourself. Yeah. And our friends who all got dogs during the, like, you literally disappear for like the first year or so. Yeah. Because you, you have to spend the time. You have to train them. You have to like, you don't want to just leave them at home alone. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then it, it he taught me like, I can't do kids. Like this is too much responsibility and too much like, like that was just a dog. Yeah. And you would just always in the back of your mind, even when you go out, when we go out drinking, I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, like, you know, I got to stumble home drunk and let him walk him around. I used to like walk around the neighborhood so many times on, on Friday, Saturday nights drunk because after we got back, right. you know what I mean? So it's always the thing at the back of your mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's he up to? Is he okay? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And it's just like, imagine having one kid, two kids, three kids. There's this How can you sleep at night? Exactly. There's a saying where it's like, how do you know when you're ready to be a parent? And like one of the answers was like, when you no longer want to have a good sleep because it's not even about the beginning years where they're babies and you're waking up in the middle of the night. It's not about that. It's literally for the rest of your life. You will never fall asleep at peace. There's right. always this worry, right? Yeah. You feel like you're sleeping with one eye open kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I never understood that because um, even when I grew up and I was out clubbing and I was living at home, I would come home at like three or 4 a.m., and I wouldn't like text my mom to let her know I was safe. I'd come home and she'd still be awake. Mm -hmm. Like she's in her bed, but she's like, oh, finally, she knows when I'm home mm -hmm. because she's lightly sleeping, knowing that like, oh, yeah, yeah she's kind know, of waiting. Yeah. Karma's not in her bed yet. She's not safe. So you just never. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're now responsible for this, like this life. 
yeah whether it's a dog whether it's a human being yeah that's crazy yeah I, I mean I don't I've never had a dog um and and whenever whenever I tell that story to people people always laugh what story they're like oh it's just a dog like they laugh in terms of like you have no idea what you're in for for a kid and I'm like I know that's why it even scares even further like yeah like I've, I've, I've had a glimpse behind the curtain of what that life is like and Jesus Christ you know I I don't know <laughs> you know um what was I gonna say yeah I've never had a dog and and like you know, people who have dogs, you know, have tried to kind of explain that relationship they have with their dog. Like they're, they're, they literally become one of your family members. Mm -hmm. And when they pass, it's like a family member passing. Mm -hmm. Right. And I didn't ever fully understand it, to be honest, until Yolo passed away. Because I don't think I've ever known a dog like from, from the beginning from the beginning when you picked him up yeah. like saw him when he was so little you know and even though obviously we didn't like see yolo all the time like just hearing you describe that like yeah because i used to bring him to like my barbecues yeah. uh you know whenever we would hang out you always be there yeah, when you guys came sure. over to, you know to hang out um, and, and you know in my room or yeah. whatever and like that image of like you walking him like to the crematory like I remember I was like, wow, that's like just so symbolic because it's like you literally like brought him home and he yeah. was so little. And now you have to like carry him away, you know, like it's brutal. And the thing with dogs, too, is just like, yes, they bring so much joy. But like, do you agree that like humans actually don't deserve dogs? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Dogs are just like perfect. Yeah. They're so forgiving they're forgiving they're loyal they're literally like the best of the best traits that we should have yeah you know they they wear their heart on their sleeve whatever they're feeling they they express yeah they're just like so full of love and they're always happy to see you and yeah they're so content with so little yeah you know yeah <sighs> yeah it's just and then it just it's one of those things too where like I started noticing like how many dogs there are on my condo every time I'm getting in the elevator there's like a dog mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and it's just like it's I'm on TikTok and it's just puppies puppies you know like my dog do this and you're like oh my god yeah. you know it just it feels so in your face <laughs> damn you know it's just yeah it's it's tough and then i i was telling you before we started recording like i haven't really told anybody yet yeah i told you duncan knows i told jackie because we just randomly started talking mm -hmm. but i haven't told like you know andre wally eric and all those guys mm -hmm. um it just feels weird and and even before you asked me like oh i'm surprised you didn't make like an instagram post mm -hmm. like i was so close to i was so close to but then it felt so like like who are you doing it for it just felt like oh this is what people do yeah. And I hate being in that situation of this is what people do. Yeah. It feels like another obligatory 
feel sad for me pokes write some fucking a paragraph of uh, you know what i mean like yeah it just feels so like like come on i just feel so i don't know so it just feels so hollow yeah so forced kind of yeah thing. yeah it just feels like this is just the protocol mm-hmm. make your post people comment oh i'm so sorry you know and then it's just like like i'd rather just sweep maybe this is how i deal with things but i just rather like sweep this under the rug and just move the fuck on you know mm-hmm. i don't know I don't know. I also feel like... <laughs> Is this like the most you've ever cried in your life? Uh, as of late, yeah. You've cried more before? Yeah, like, when I was a kid and oh. shit. Yeah, as of late. As of late, like what, in the last like 30 years? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, in the last... I cried more when I was an infant. Yeah, in the, la- yeah, yeah, in the last... Second half of my life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking bawling my eyes out. Just driving and fucking wiping my tears and thinking of everything and hating myself for not driving him around more and fucking, you know. And you just realize certain things too where it's like when you when people die or when things that you love die, you have to like take care of the things afterwards. And thank God like with a dog, it's relatively easy. You just have to call, call the city, cancel his pet license all that kind of stuff but then it just made me realize like there's probably so much stupid things that when someone you love dies you gotta cancel the credit card you gotta go do this cancel so this. much shit right like, just fucking what i do with the facebook account what it's just so fucking it just you know it just yeah. so like it feels so stupid you know yeah it feels like is this what my life amounted to you the worst go. part is when like the, the funeral people or whatever like exactly while you're still grieving they're like what casket yeah. do you want? Yeah, like, they're, they're the, trying to upsell you this. You want anything yeah. else? How do you want to remember him? Exactly. And they're like, like, just fucking cut the bullshit. Fucking give me the credit card machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's, let me fucking get this shit over with, man. Like, this is a... Let's not kid ourselves with what this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. just feels so... Just feel, Everything feels so fucking, like... Like, phony and, and fake and just pointless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just throughout this whole interaction, like, you didn't talk to your dad at all? Like, he didn't say anything? Wow. No, yeah. He was just in the living room. I, I don't know if my mom talks to him afterwards when I, like, leave the house and yeah. stuff and, like, tries to, like, be the middleman and, like, you know, keep the peace or whatever. I don't know. I'm sure of it. Because, I mean, why would she tell you to say bye to your dad, right? Like, But that's just, like, what moms do. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. But she knows how you feel, so it's like, yeah. Yeah. You know, what's sad too is like, I remember asking you before, like, would you cry if your parents passed away? Yeah. And you were kind of like, you don't think you would. Right. For my dad, no. For sure not. I've thought about it. I think I would be like, I thought about it where I was like, would I even go to the funeral? Wow, really? Yeah, it's just like, why? Like, I don't know if I told you that. I think I told you this before, but like, even when we were kids, my dad would say the most random things. We'd be like, 
I'd be in his car and he'd be like, you know, when you guys get married one day, I might not even come. <laughs> like out of nowhere, I'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like six. Yeah, I'd be like fourteen years old. Like I'd be like in high school or some shit. I'm like, like okay. Wow. Like there's no relationship. Wow. Like I don't even care. You know, I don't even know if like, I think his family would come out of like. Just cause. I don't think anyone would like care or anything would want to cry. I don't think anyone would. And that's it. Like that's his life. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's his life. He's literally Your time forgotten. on earth was this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is unfortunate. You know? And that's what he'll be remembered for. That's the sad part, right? By you guys. Like his his legacy, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's you need to see a therapist. I know. You really do. I know. I know. But I feel like since this whole podcast has started, I definitely has been um I've noticed like tremendous leaps and bounds of progress? Yeah. Really? Yeah. In which aspect of your like like I'm honestly so close. Like if my mom, if if when I was talking to her and like you know can we fix this, if she said like something like, let's try. If she showed any bit of yeah, like- if there was just like a little push where she just said, if she just called my dad over and says you know like, let's fix this right now, or let's like, you know just say something to him, then maybe I would extend. But there was like just just no like. You know, just just forgive and forget. There's no like effort almost, right? If she gave just like one, like I'm just looking for like one straw to like pull onto, like one thing to hold onto. I just think it's so hard to be your mom. You know, and it's just like, I'm already trying so much right now, you know? But I do feel like, to be honest, like... What, what do you expect your mom to do, right? I don't know, but it's just like, it's so close. I know it's so close. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, like we literally have 10 episodes, five weeks. Like, yeah, you've talked to your brother. I, talk, I know. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, this is. Yeah, it's just, a. I think. Yeah. It's just going to take time. Yeah, and I, and I think that's what it is. I think it's going to take time. I think um, I also don't want to linger on this topic for too long yeah just because like i've had like friends message me and be like are you okay yeah like, this isn't definitely but yeah it's not like a it's not like a pity party thing yeah it's not like a oh what was me yeah it just so happened to you know our relationship is very personal and we feel comfortable sharing these things with each other and you know we're and that's what we talk about and that's it just so happens we're recording these relationships yeah or these conversations you know so yeah, because I'm always, like, very surprised, like, I was like, you know, a lot of people are hearing your story for the first time on this podcast. Like, people who have known you for years, and you were saying how, well, it's kind of random to just be like, yeah, like, what? <laughs> hey, guys, this is my <laughs> childhood trauma, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, when do you ever get to that point in the conversation where it's, you're so... It comes up. Yeah, it comes up. Yeah. You feel vulnerable enough to share with them, or it feels even appropriate yeah. to share with them. It feels like, you know, these are like late night 
car talks type conversations yeah for sure right yeah. these are like just you and you and your friend at, at the cottage and you're sitting by the waters and you, you know i mean stuff like that this these are those moments mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's like how am i supposed to have that with everybody in my life yeah <laughs> you know yeah for sure but um yeah i don't know the the crazy thing is because i'm the one who edits <laughs> the audio and i'm the one who uh edits the videos and i do hear myself and i think that's like a large part of why the process is so quick oh very good because i'm experiencing it multiple times over not only you know in therapy you talk for an hour whatever whatever you go home yeah but you don't listen to that recording no yeah you're not recorded exactly you're not recorded i'm listening to this over and over again right i'm editing the audio file i'm editing the video file i'm playing back the video file to find which parts to clip so it's like for a certain segment i might play it back five times six times just trying to figure out okay what's gonna make a good clip here Mm -hmm. so in total i might have listened to the thing like Mm -hmm. a bajillion times Mm -hmm. and so many of the episodes when i hear myself talk i'm just like banging my head against the wall like i can't believe i am the way i am you know so it you know it's something that needs to be yeah even even half the shit that's coming out of my mouth right now while i'm saying it i'm already hearing myself recording or i'm already hearing myself hear it again when i'm editing and i'm already like revising myself as i go if Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know so i definitely do Like, just understand it. I get it. Yeah. You know, it just takes time, you know. And I think this is something, I don't know if it's like a pride thing or I just, I just want to, I feel like I can, I can do this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I feel like you can too. Yeah. I just feel like I can do this. I feel like I can, you know, I just, it, you just, it all comes back to like the whole pandemic thing and you just, I just never, like I knew this was a part of me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how big of a part of me this issue was until I've had so much time to just be alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you hear something? <laughs> I think he didn't sneeze. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Time to be alone and just like reflect on everything. Yeah. I just, I always thought I, ha- I got this under control. Yeah. I got this under control. Yeah. I'm sick. It's also because you just... I can manage it. Yeah, you were busy. You're distracted. Yeah, but then I'm like, yo, I am... You know. Yeah. (sighs) No, it's good. It's really good. I, I... You know, in one of the episodes before, you were saying how it's also difficult to progress because it's hard for you to maybe explain yourself or portray certain things in Chinese. Yeah. And I can totally see it cuz even just now when you're saying how you were telling your mom like all the yeah. time how I fix the effect, like yeah, yeah ping. it's like it sounds so like choppy. Like I don't want to say it sounds stupid, but it almost is like so Yeah, it's very an elementary way of like It's like a child speaking almost, yeah. right? It's almost like I can understand why your mom's like what do you mean? Like what are you talking about, right? And it's like that lost in translation already is like 
you'll never be able to have that kind of conversation with right where you can actually verbalize everything that i'm feeling and you know speak in such a way like the where way that clarity. you are now with yeah. me yeah that just you just can't yeah you know and i don't know yeah it's so unfortunate maybe yeah. i just have to like hey listen to my podcast <laughs> you know but um yeah i don't know maybe um maybe we'll have to do the idea that we've talked about before where we call our parents. We call our parents and, you know, I just need to figure out how to phrase it, yeah. you know, just because I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm bringing on here and. Yeah, I don't want her to feel attacked, attacked or like exactly. I'm dragging her. or I'm like, you know, yeah. fix me. This is all, you know, your fault. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's not like that. It's just, you know, I would love to be able to speak to her in this. In English. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes do wonder how how our parents would react like. Yeah, if they if they listen to our podcast or because they definitely don't know the depth in which we feel things or and how think it things. affected you, you know. Yeah, because yeah. they 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 see the surface and what we show, but we we hide so much from them. Yeah, because there's never that dialogue growing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be very interesting, or or even to go to therapy with your parents, like oh that would be groundbreaking. Oh God. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Any last words? <laughs> this is heavy. My last words would be YOLO. Yeah, I I miss you. <laughs> you I love you 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 showed me so much It's really gonna suck when we get old mm -hmm. and our friends start passing and like you know yeah like i feel like at this age we like we're just starting to understand like how precious life is mm -hmm. right because now like we have back pain we have you know like, mm -hmm. like oh man i'm not this fucking young teenager that's indestructible anymore yeah you know we're like oh man you know, and as we get older and we get more frail and we like, it's just going to be so sad. Yeah. You know, when it gets to the point where it's like one by one, you start losing everyone. Yeah. Or even our own parents. You know, luckily we're like no one, you know, we're still like, our parents are still like healthy and. Yeah. Right. But oh, life is just and like another thing was like, I realized Like, even before us, people have been dying for tens and hundreds of thousands of years, however long human civilization has been around. Mm -hmm. There's been, you know, and then for another 100, 200, 300, 400,000 years, people will continue dying. It just is what it is. Yeah. 
You know, we're just here. And then we're gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we hear that so much, but I feel like we never process it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yolo was the best dog ever. I should have. Oh, man. But yeah. It's been another. Uh, it's been another episode, ladies and gentlemen. Man, can't believe we caught you crying. Um, <laughs> it's been another episode, and I thought you were gonna make it through the episode without crying. Oh my god, I cried like I like had to hold in like my hormonal. Really? Yeah, dude. Uh, like, oh my god, this is such a heavy episode. I feel like I really didn't explain it properly. No. Like, like it's so hard to like put everything into words. I think it's no. You know, there's just so much emotion. Yeah. You know. No, and you know, I think as the weeks go on, you'll you'll process it better as well. And yeah. I think that's one of the great things about our listeners is that you know a lot of the people who follow us or follow this podcast they are interested in in our development yeah in our in our stories and you know and we'll kind of update as as we go yeah it's honestly it's i never thought it would be like this (laughs) the podcast yeah yeah dude it feels like I for, I just wanted it to be something light. I thought it was We would just, just have some deep talks. We feel good about it afterwards. Yeah. Right? But it's turned into like this like the Derek and Carmen show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for for better or for worse, everything we go through, the ups and the downs, we're just bearing our soul and yeah. you guys are listening, you guys are along for the ride, you know, we we see all the comments and it's crazy. You know, yeah. for, for you guys to even care, yeah. you know, and then I feel like half the time when I'm talking, I'm just like, did I make sense? Like, did I make sense? <sighs> I feel like such a fool. Like, yeah. I don't, I didn't explain myself properly. Like, yeah. right. Cause you can, cause we, we don't like script these. It's just the conversation. Yeah. Right. You don't get it right. All yeah. The time. Or even when we have a plan, like this is what we're going to talk about. We never say yeah, to the it's topic, just so hard to topic. Yeah. You know, and it's just, and I guess that's part of the appeal like the the rawness of it exactly um but yeah thank you so much thank you guys for joining us today and um catch you next week later